So work on the cooking show has kind of slowed lately since I fell in with this circus penis guy. If you haven't heard of him, and a lot of guys pretend that they haven't, he's kind of like the main guy in terms of adult film slash porno. I ran into him at the bar, and we sort of clicked. And before I knew it, I was the chief designer of the, quote, circus penis army, which, believe it or not, is a fan club type sort of thing, like the Kiss Army, except the main idea is to have margaritas and slap women's asses as they walk past our poolside chaise lounge chairs. Anyway, currently I'm developing a uniform that flatters the male body while evoking Roman standards of sexual readiness. It's looking pretty good. And it had been a long time since I worked with patterns and forms and fabrics, and it's kind of all coming back to me. Not many people know that I know how to do this stuff. Pretty gay. So, um, I had him over to my place, actually. Um, my wife prepared some dinner. And, uh, just to look at some insignia and headwear prototypes tonight. And it's, it was during this evening that I asked if he wanted to stay for dinner. And naturally, easygoing, as he was, he agreed. So, uh, Maddie actually threw together some risotto milanese with some fresh crab, heirloom tomatoes, spinach, paired with this really nice rocky pinot grigio. And I guess it surprised me a little when he said he'd never had risotto before because you'd think a guy like that would have been out to more dinners than his fair share of upscale places or whatever. But he actually asked if it was a Mexican dish, if you could believe that. Forgivable, I guess, but if you consider that rice in a milanese is colored sort of like Spanish rice and that Mexican people usually use a lot of tomatoes... I don't know. I let it slide. I also noticed that he wasn't touching his wine. So I wondered if he hadn't had a rocky substance abuse background or something like that. Or maybe he was a teetotaler and in AA and was restraining himself. But when I asked if I couldn't bring him something else to drink, he just waved his hand away and laughed. And went, oh, sorry, man. I usually don't do shooters until after dinner. And I'm shit you not. He licked all around the rim of his glass, his wine glass, rubbed on a little salt. And then down the entire five ounces or so that I poured him. He remarked then that he had never had tequila so smooth and mild. I didn't say anything because it feels wrong to correct Mr. Circus Penis, so I just offered him a beer chaser. He asked if I had any Budweiser, and I thought we might have a can somewhere in the Calcutta of rotting arugula that is our fridge right now. So I said I'd be right back with one. It turns out all I had to my name was a Samuel Smith's Oatmeal Stout, which is a nice beer. Uh, which I poured into two coffee mugs, the only clean glasses in our whole place, and brought it back to the table. Thanks, man, he said before taking a nice pull from his glass. Ah, I love Budweiser. Maybe the best beer there is. <laughs> After the meal, when we went on to the headwear and insignia discussion, he was actually pretty remarkably lucid and insightful, which made our little dinner together all the more bizarre. I'm not sure what to do with a guy who apparently does nothing with his palate other than draw the beef curtains, if I may make a food cunnilingus analogy. It's sort of eerie. Or maybe that's the reason his taste buds are dead. Did his co-stars use to use corrosive douches in between scenes? Honestly, this could be good logic. Douche science has probably come a long way since he broke into the business back in the 70s. What does a chambermaid do? What do you think a chambermaid does? 
six. Continue. Sexy stuff. Is <laughs> poop stuff. Poop stuff. Sexy stuff and poop stuff. What else would they do? I don't know. <laughs> you are. You're one. I'm a chambermaid. <laughs> 